Welcome to the weekly sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church of Murfreesboro. It is an honor and privilege to share this time with you. We love studying the scriptures and feel they are central to our preaching, teaching, and living of the good news of Jesus Christ, the gospel. Our mission here is to grow disciples of Jesus Christ who know him, love him, and serve him for the transformation of Murfreesboro and the world. It is our prayer that God would use our preaching and teaching to do exactly that. If you have questions, thoughts, ideas, or just want to talk a little bit more about what you've heard today, we love to hear from you. Most of all, know that you are in our prayers as we listen together. Now, let's dive in. This morning, we're going to continue in our sermon series, Getting Real with One Another, where we will get real by having a conversation about anxiety and mental health as a whole. Let me begin by saying that I am not a counselor. I have very little training in how to help someone move through the work that it takes to be in good health, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I don't have all the answers. In fact, I would probably say that I come with just as many questions as you do. With that being said, I do come with my own experience. The experience of those I have listened to on podcasts and even in real time. The experience of those I have read and the words and education of professionals who have shared with me through conversation and through books. All this to say, I believe that we are on a journey together, growing and learning all the time. And even as I stand before you today, I continue to grow and learn about my own personal journey towards being in good mental health and find it a great honor to walk with you on your journeys. Would you pray with me? Loving God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time. We thank you for your presence. That even in the midst of the chaos and all that the world brings us, we thank you that you live and move and walk in and through us. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing in your sight. Amen. Our scripture this morning comes from the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verses 4 through 7. Hear the word of the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This is the word of God for the people of God, and so we say, thanks be to God. Several weeks ago, I got into my car, as I do every afternoon, to head home. But before I headed home, I had several stops to make, so I plugged in my phone to charge, 
I pulled up my Spotify app. I clicked my Discover Weekly playlist. If you don't know what that is, it's a playlist that changes every week with the Spotify algorithm that puts in similar songs to what I have been listening to. As I drove that day, a song came on from Ellie Holcomb's new album, or newest album. And it's called, I Will Carry You. And it starts out like this. I know you're tired. I see it in your eyes. All that anxiety that rules your mind. I'll be your shield when you don't feel it. You've got strength enough to fight. I'll stand by your side. I will carry you through the darkest night when you're terrified. I will carry you when the waters rise, when your hope runs dry. I will carry you. I was struck in that moment by the honesty and weight of the words that I was hearing and knew that in those words, God was speaking something to me. Not just that God was carrying us in the midst of the chaos that we live, but also that this conversation about anxiety is an important one. And it's a timely conversation that needs to be had. Ellie knew it too. In an interview with the K-Love radio station, she said, when I wrote this song with Ben Glover, we wanted to write a song for our daughters. But as it turns out, it ended up being a song that we desperately needed to hear for our own hearts. My hope for every listener who hears this song, no matter what they're carrying in their lives or in their hearts right now, is that they would be reminded that they are carried by the God who made them and loves them. This morning we find ourselves looking at something that can often get in the way of experiencing that love of God. That is the struggle of anxiety. A very complex and complicated struggle where for some it can make you feel as though you are losing your mind. For others, it can be debilitating and paralyzing. For others, it can push you to action. It can cause restlessness, fatigue, and even shortness of breath. When you're in the midst of a panic attack, it can cause numbness and the inability to escape the fear that you are feeling for that time. It can be overwhelming and terrifying. It can affect you one way one day and then a different way on another day. It can also just be the anxiety that everyone experiences at some point in our lives when something big is happening, like a big test, walking into a new job, going to college. Those big moments that even while there is a great level of excitement, there can also be dread, fear, worry, and concern. And its complexities and complications, it can be caused or triggered by a number of things. Panic disorders, phobias, life events, stress from work, school, marriage, family, finances, global occurrences, political issues, world events, emotional traumas, serious medical issues, medication side effects. Anxiety is a real issue, 
that as Brene Brown put it, can be compounded and made unbearable by our belief that if we were just smarter, stronger, or better, we'd be able to handle everything. This struggle, this issue, is not a new struggle. Even people 2,000 years ago and beyond, when Scripture was being played out in real time, struggled with depression, anxiety, hopelessness, and so much more. We read it in the beginning through the kings and the prophets, throughout the Gospels and the New Testament. There are so many verses about fear, worry, and anxiety that are meant to help us in our struggle. I think one of the problems that we have run into in the church is that in some ways we have used well-intended verses of hope and they were taken as words of hopelessness or words that made those hurting feel less than or unwanted. Words from Matthew 6 where we are told, don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has enough worries of its own. Or words from 1 Peter 4 where it says, cast your anxieties on him because he cares about you. Even our scripture today, these words from Philippians 4 can feel like a slap in the face to someone who struggles with anxiety. But I do believe that all of these words from these texts have much more meaning than we, including myself, often give them. You see, Jesus nor Paul are discounting the anxieties in the lives of those who walked with them. Jesus showed up in the midst of the anxiety. Jesus walked alongside. Paul also had many words to give to the churches, and to many of them there was this inclusion of going to God in prayer, giving all that our concerns, frustrations, heartaches, anxieties to God. I think one of the messes that we have made for ourselves in the church in these conversations is one that says, that's all you have to do. Just have faith and it will be okay. It will be fine. The reality is, though, oftentimes prayer is just the first step. Coming to God is just that first step. I'm a firm believer that through prayer and through those God moments, like the song that I heard in my car, God responds. Sometimes it's a response of healing in the typical way that we understand it, but sometimes it is a healing that takes time and a process that requires us to be honest with ourselves, to recognize that we need a little extra help to move through it. God's response can come in the form of a friend or a counselor or a therapist or time simply getting the help that we need. For me, God's response to my anxiety came in the form of a friend and then a therapist who walked with me. I used to feel and was likely taught that seeking help from a counselor or a therapist made me weak. But what I learned is that it is a gift from God that has actually made me stronger because I realized 
that I couldn't do this alone. I couldn't heal by myself. I needed someone to ask questions, to trigger thoughts, and help me through my worst moments. It is through all of these, especially prayer and care of others, that I have found moments of that peace that passes all understanding. That calm that resonates in my soul that gives me clarity in the midst of my anxiety. Those arms that surround me in my worst moments that I just know are God surrounding me. I want to say this. To those of us who have been hurt by the use of Scripture against a very real struggle, I am sorry. That was never the intention. The intention of a pastor is to provide hope, to provide joy, to provide a listening ear, to provide care, never pain. Hear me say that if you have had or are having your own struggle with anxiety or depression or any other mental struggle, know that you are not alone. And it does not make you a bad Christian. And it is not a reflection of a lack of faith. And if you ever want to talk to anybody, one of us would be glad to talk to you. We would be glad to help you figure out your next step as you continue your journey with God, with yourself, and with others. One of the questions that I hear often when people are in the worst place of their life and the questions when I have asked myself when I was in my darkest moment God, where are you? Why can't I feel you? The beautiful answer is one that Scripture provided this morning. How God is always right there with us, meeting us where we are, helping us to find the people to talk to, the community to surround us, the tools to equip us, and the hope that we so desperately need. We don't have to struggle alone. And for that, I say thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? God, we thank you for these gifts of words this morning, and we ask that you would be with us as we continue in worship together. May we also experience that peace that passes all understanding that only you provide. We pray all of this in the name of your Son, Jesus the Christ. Amen.